0: Welcome to the Move More Pain-Free Podcast with your host Rory Finch. Over the last seven years I've both researched and worked with elite level sports and private injury clinics to master the skills to not only assess and to manage, but to prevent and rehabilitate sports injuries. It's my passion and vision to provide these services to be freely used in elite level sports and to be accessible to you, the individual, the sports team or the coach at any recreational sports. This is used to overcome barriers to injury and also training obstacles to allow you to enjoy your participation and to understand the process to improve your performance and minimize your injury risk. Over the coming episodes, myself and the selected guests will provide you with the tools and the knowledge to not only guide your training to be more effective, but to recover optimally and to therefore move more pain-free. So let's get started. Welcome to this episode. So, today's guest, I've got Ross Shaw from RShaw PT. Um, so, just to introduce what you do, give us an overview of kind of what you do uh, as a PT, what your desire to be, where you take your training, but also kind of any background information so the listeners can uh, know a bit more about you.
1: Uh, yes. Yeah, so, basically, uh, obviously, I'm a PT um, and my main focus is really strength training for individuals, uh, whether it's strength training. Uh, to benefit of them day-to-day or their sport or you know and uh, we're, we're with a wide variety of people so quite young people already quite active we just want to increase strength and muscle mass or uh, people who are you know have clients up until into their 70s who are you know just trying to improve mobility quality of life uh, bone density and just general health benefits really um, and you know it's something I'm obviously really into really passionate about and you know you know, across the board, I make sure everybody's just trying to get as strong as possible and obviously work towards their, their specific goals. Uh, yeah, my desire really is, uh, for I'd say for the next three to five years is just keep uh, establishing my PT brand, um, making sure my business is growing, uh, getting good results from clients, um, and just be and just learning as much as I can and being as good a coach as possible and just keeping that retention high and results high, and yeah, just you know been successful in what i'm doing
0: excellent cool it's good good story man so um so yeah so i've been working kind of alongside you for what, it's about a year now probably over a year
1: yeah um, yeah i'd say about a year
0: and we've worked quite closely with you know with clients that have either um had previous injury or maybe they got to a block in their training and um they found out that maybe they've got maybe a bit of inactive muscles or something that's maybe missed outside the, the realm of pt and that's kind of Worked with that, and how would you say that's kind of maybe come alongside your training as a coach? Would you say it's kind of helped benefit you, maybe open your eyes to a bit of a wider perspective out of it? What do you think?
1: Yeah, definitely. Like, obviously, I think working with you've been a a massive, massive tool, massive help uh, to aid my clients because obviously, with the lockdown as well, that made things difficult, and people were picking up injuries for various reasons, and it's difficult, obviously, if you can't monitor people in person. Uh, and I feel obviously at the rehab side and um, you know dealing with ailments with uh, clients and stuff like that it's it's been good to learn from you as well and work alongside you uh, in terms of you know what's the issue, how do we work around it? Um, what can we get out of it? what can we change with the programming? Uh, and I've definitely had a look more at, at like the programming stuff and the recovery aspects uh, a little bit more since since working with you. Uh, yeah, and you know yourself, you obviously, you've, you've helped with clients past and present to help them get back on their feet and recover from any ailments they have had. Mm-hmm.
0: Good, yeah. And just kind of touching on a bit you had there, you, you was speaking about kind of programming and scheduling. And, and, and that kind of wraps into kind of where we're aiming with this episode is to focus yeah. on scheduling and how it can maximise performance qualities, but actually how it can actually have a negative effect on injuries or even uh, kind of fatigue associated with that. Yeah. Um, so kind of just going from it, kind of give a, give a bit of an, a, a, an introduction as to kind of why scheduling is important, um, from a kind of personal training aspect, but also, um, you know, how you've discovered that this kind of does link to injuries or negative effects of training.
1: Yeah. So obviously a big thing I do with clients is I, I schedule, I schedule their week, uh, their weekly training, schedule their, uh, you know, uh, training over weeks, and months, uh, you know, program properly for them especially with strength training obviously you know you know you have to take into account the accrument of fatigue and everything else they're doing now obviously each client is very individual and when when I'm talking to clients whether it's their first starting or uh, they've come to the end of like a, a block of training I always have a discussion with them where they want to go from there uh, and one thing I find is you know you know with programming and stuff and being really is being realistic as well as being specific, so obviously clients may have a specific goal. So let's say they want to improve their numbers on a lift, and I just think, well, how much time can you dedicate to that realistically for the week? Or it might be just I want to improve just general strength, fitness, and health. Um, but at the moment, I'm not really dedicating any any time to to the gym or anything like that. And what I try to do is try to be realistic, uh, and get them to pro, uh, get them to plan their sessions in the week. And manage their life around it, um, and, sca- and 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 one important thing is obviously sticking to the schedule and being coherent with sticking to the programming as well. Um, and obviously, I work with them and talk them through what to expect each week and and how they're going to progress. And obviously, it's done on a feedback basis. You know, they, you know, I might suggest to a new starter, let's start training twice a week. You've done no strength training in the past. Your body's got to get used to recovery element of introducing load-bearing exercises into your training Mm -hmm. Um, and they might feel they're recovering well they're doing all right we're still well within the uh max recoverable volume um so we can add some more training um but i think in terms of the negative effects i think you know in my experience with people working with i think sometimes it can be overdone like and that's another thing it's just you know i might have some people who or not doing enough really to get where they want to results-wise and then some people overdoing it. And as you know, uh, too much too much high-intensity training into your routine, whether it's a lot of strength work as well as, you know, uh, hit training or just a lot of running without any scheduling or moderation or control over how often you're doing it, are you managing fatigue or anything like that, you find you're just rife for injuries and ready Ready to burn out. And that's one thing I try to do with clients as well who are on the opposite end, uh, training too much is just ask them, you know, specifically, what are you wanting to improve on? Okay. Do we need to do this much training? Does that need to be in there? You need to scale it back and do other things. Uh, And and at the end, that can be as much of a challenge as getting people in the gym in the first place sometimes. Yeah.
0: Definitely, you know, We we see plenty of uh, you know recreational population of people in which they want to get so good at running that they run every day, um, or we get people that want want to want to get as ripped as possible, so they set the are training the same body part maybe four days consecutively, and and yeah. that's a big factor and isn't it, and and how the recovery, but also that strain element on the tissues as well, isn't it?
1: I think one one yeah definitely, and I think one thing is like you've got to be patient and You've got to be patient and get used to understanding how much how much training you can physically do. Your how much you can physically do in a week. Mm-hmm. Like you've obviously everybody's got their own limits to how much they, their body can take, and you've got to find that and manage it. And if you are burning out every week, or you're not progressing every week. Then you you know you are probably too you know you are probably doing too much. Obviously, considering that you know is your dieting check? Are uh, you getting enough sleep? and other factors as well would you
0: say uh i find that actually taking consideration of people's jobs is a, a big element of kind of experience. yeah how would you say that would change maybe if you've got a desk worker to maybe something who a bit more manual labouring as a, as a construction or builder
1: how it definitely you... has an impact obviously you know what you're doing eight ten hours a day every day for five days a week is going to have a massive impact on you know general health and ability um you, you know, if you're on your feet all day and you have quite a stressful job, and you're quite tired and you're training in the evening, it's going to have an impact. And you've got to, you've got to manage your expectations. I think in terms of what you're going to be able to achieve. And if if your only eight, eight, if your only window to train is an evening after a long day at work, you've just got to be realistic with what you're going to expect out of that training. And maybe maybe modify your diet slightly or mod- modify expectations for that training session if you can't change the session itself or your job uh, obviously you know you can't just quit your job it's not realistic you know depending on wherever you where you are in your life
0: it'd Be nice, yeah um, it? <laughs> it'd be nice though wouldn't it <laughs>
1: yeah well <laughs> yeah it'd be nice but then you know you need to pay the bills <laughs> yeah yeah um, that's it. Yeah, another thing, and like I say, uh, on the other end of the spectrum as well. Like if you sat down all day, one thing I've I've, I've seen again over the lockdown, uh, which has been more prolific, is you know people are spending long periods of time behind the desk. And um, you've got to, it has to be more in terms of like movement, just daily movement, and that that's something I've been trying to program in for clients who who are trapped behind the desk all day, you know, because it's you know an hour of training a couple of times a week not going to outdo you know, your hamstrings have been, you know, constantly in tension, flexed behind the desk for 10 hours. And, you know, you 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 see yourself, you get people with start getting overactive hamstrings, uh, glutes start to suffer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a case of just trying to modify that and be realistic. Like, you know, first of all, get some more activity in your day, maybe stand up, go for a walk. And then we go from there in terms of what to expect from training. And I'd say one one big important thing is, and this will probably get repeated quite a bit. Is uh, you've got to ignore what everybody else is doing, like because their situation is completely different to yours. Mm, you know, obviously as a business, I promote on you know social media for to grow my business. However, every single client has a completely different lifestyle and factors that may, may be benefit or worsen their conditions when it comes to training. And that all has to be taken into account on an individual basis. And it can be quite easy sometimes, especially if you've had a day where you've come into the gym and it's not gone that well, thinking, what's wrong? What are they doing different? But you've got to really just focus on your own lifestyle and what's going on there and just monitor monitor that and not to be too concerned about the outside influence. For sure.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I say, you know, it's, um, it's something you know you did in a previous post for us is you can do anything, just not everything, right? yeah 100%. that's something that's kind of uh stayed into a lot of kind of advice i maybe give to uh clients now after hearing you say that uh but also another thing is we're not robots right we can't just yeah. keep going there's got to be uh something's got to give um so yeah, yeah i mean
1: go on no no i was just gonna say no it, just um, building on that point it is true like you know if i know it's at extremes if you look at like an ultra marathon runner and ultra bodybuilder it's like completely different physiques and training it's like and yes there are extremes but at some point you've got to kind of give preference to a style of training if you want to if you want to if you really want to develop on it and yeah
0: good excellent man that's some real good handy tips i'm sure everyone's going to take away so just to wrap up then um what i'd just like to give some kind of take-home points that um the listeners can take so tips of kind of scheduling uh, and how people uh, can do this say if they you know maybe they don't want to hire a coach they don't want to work with someone maybe they can take away some key points um so what would you kind of say needs to be included and what should people avoid when they're when they're kind of organizing their training
1: well first of all I'd say hire a coach <laughs> <laughs> Hire a coach we can probably give you some good advice and Thanks. help um but yeah if you're not if you're not interested in uh, hiring a coach and they said Uh, be realistic, don't say to yourself you're not going to, don't say be realistic and build it up don't say to yourself you're going to do four sessions a week, like say you're going to run three times a week, train twice a week or uh, whatever in the gym and you're not actually doing anything at the moment baby steps, be realistic achieve the baby steps for maybe four to six weeks and then build upon it like you would on any type of intensity in a a program Uh, to give you an example obviously in lockdown obviously I've got you know, we've got little kids to look after. Um, I've reduced my sessions from four uh, to three sessions a week and just kind of cut some of the uh, my expectations of exercise out and just focused on what I want to, uh, just to give myself that little bit of a break because at the moment I'm not achieving the four sessions. Uh, and it was a bit of a it's a bit of like um, a reality check where you've got to say, well, actually, I'm not doing that. It's not working. And you've just got to be a bit brutal with yourself and just say, look, baby steps, this is what I can manage at the moment. This is what I can achieve. Focus on what you can do. Get the most out of that session. And then build it from there. Um, in terms of what you do in those sessions, think about what you enjoy doing and what you actually want to achieve. Because, you know, you've got to be specific. If you want to improve your muscle mass, obviously you've got to be, you know, putting in some volume with your training and, you know, make sure you're training the whole body. If you're wanting to improve strength or your mobility is a bit poor and you're hamstrings and you know you need to go in and start doing like some uh, hinging variations and that needs to be like the focus of your training and build from there if you want to get better at running obviously you you don't need to be in the gym doing bicep kills it's just you know just make it specific and make the session frequency realistic and start and just leave the ego out and just start and then build up and then get a coach to direct you
0: (laughs) his name's ross Shaw, (laughs)
1: right yeah yeah. (laughs)
0: no excellent good so uh thanks for your time ross um some great points there and um i'm, I'm looking forward to getting this shared out um and also uh, beginning our pt partnership so on the social media channels we'll get out some infographics highlighting some of these key factors um yeah. so just kind of finish up then how can people find you how can they contact you
1: um yeah so if you're interested obviously uh what i do and uh, who i'm coaching and prog- uh, progressing Uh, rshaw pt on uh, instagram and Shaw personal training uh facebook uh that's where i market most of my business uh yeah Uh, thanks for having me rory